Okay. All right, we're recording. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, my name's David, this is William uh, Delaman, and we're both pastors here in Victoria. Um, and last week, I, William and I talked on the phone, and we were, spent some time reflecting on, you know, what this whole uh, social distancing, COVID-19, what the situation has been like. And I was like, we should set up a Zoom call and talk about this more in depth and uh, maybe share what it's like for us to try to be pastors in this this strange time. Um, so yeah, William, I kind of want to hear, like, what has this been like for you to, yeah, what, is, what has the last two weeks been like for you? Go. I think it's I think it's been as difficult for me as anybody else. I mean, uh, my wife and I were healthy. We have a home. We have uh, access to to the necessities of life. Um, but but the freedom to uh, go and do things, whether we would regularly do them or not, has been taken away. So uh, we should go to see a movie. No, we can't. Uh, we should go. To a to a, a public place, well, should we? Um, and so it's it's been uh, a loss of freedom um, and a loss of of uh, contact. Uh, so typically Sunday is a day of gathering. It's something I look forward to. And uh, while well, we had an online service this past Sunday, which went well. Uh, the human contact is gone and I'm, I'm finding that to be a significant loss. But otherwise, as I come to work um, this morning, it's all very much the same as it always was. I sit in front of a computer and type and talk on the phone. Right. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too, as far as like my work goes. Um, like I, as, as far as I know, the government isn't, telling me to stay away from church unless the church is filled with people. And so as long as it's just me in my office, I feel like it's a safe place to be. And, and while I'm in my office, I kind of just do the things I usually do while I'm in my office, like, you know, read books and send emails, make phone calls. Uh, so my weekly routine hasn't changed too much, except now instead of meeting with people in person, I'm just, making lots of phone calls. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, like you are, you know, our family is, uh, yeah, we have, you know, a decent place to live. Um, and we're, we're fine, but now we're starting to limit, okay, we're going to go out, but we can't go to a playground anymore. And we gotta, I gotta explain that to my kids. Like we can't, cause we can't touch the playground equipment. So instead of going to a playground, we're going to go take a walk in the woods or go to this secluded park where we know there probably won't be other people. Um, and it's fine for now because our routine hasn't changed too much, but yeah, I'm a little bit worried about how long this will go and then how that will begin to impact, you know, my family. And, uh, yeah, but so far it hasn't been, 
too difficult to, to keep distance. But I think that's going to wear on me after a while. Like I'll be like, okay, I can do this for a while, but now I want to, I don't know, talk in person as, a, as opposed to Zoom or, or the phone. So, Yeah, the same. And I, we do have a daughter, an adult daughter, and uh, her husband and daughter that live uh, here in Victoria, and uh, we cannot see them uh, and, and be with them. And, uh, that has, uh, that's been difficult. Yeah, totally. Totally. Right. Yeah. Like I don't have any family in town, so that's that, but that would be strange if my parents were in town to not really go see them. Yeah. Um, what was the uh, live stream service like for you on Sunday? How, how'd that go? How did you feel? At, at first, it felt a little awkward um, because the, the camera hangs off of the computer monitor and I have to check to make sure that I'm centered brain and, uh, and those kinds of things. But uh, soon enough, it kind of felt much more natural and, and I was able to ignore the screen and and we did um, have uh, an unlisted uh, YouTube uh, live stream, which meant that uh, in the chat bar, people could submit uh, personal prayer requests and other things uh, and feel good about that. And then we could pray. And we had a, a very good response as far as uh, the number of subscribers. Uh, the community came together and that that felt really good. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this Sunday that we'll be able to continue that. Um, some people were a bit humorous with it. Uh, I got a couple of photographs of, of the individual sitting in their living room with their, you know, their feet up and, uh, and enjoying a, a different way to, to have a church service, but uh, it went well. Good. Yeah, did you guys have like a band or anything? What did you do musically? Mm. Uh, was there any singing or anything like that? No, uh, I just was in my office. Uh, we did some announcements. Uh, the room here is big enough that our council chair uh, and I had a conversation around uh, just where we are, where we're going, uh, the things that we're doing as a, as a leadership group. Uh, then, uh, then I spoke uh, on a text that had been selected, uh, part of the series we were in. Uh, we had a time of prayer, uh, and then uh, and then closed. So it was um, it was a shorter format, and we just weren't able to do the music piece. Yeah, yeah. So Brittany and I, uh, um, I mean, this is like. Pastors are just experimenting like crazy right now, right? I mean, we're trying to find ways to um, to have little services, or it's it's um, it's it's pretty amazing to see all the different things that that, that churches are experimenting with. Um, but Brittany and I just we pre-recorded like a mini ser a service at our kitchen table on Saturday night, so we put the kids to bed. And then we had a simple liturgy and I pulled out my guitar, we sang some songs and um, then we had 
an interview style sermon, her and I, where um, she had prepared um, a teaching on prayer. And then I asked her questions uh, that sort of helped um, the content of the, the teaching come out. Um, and then when it was done, I edited it and I uploaded it to YouTube and people could tune in the next morning. Um, and like you, I got a lot of you know positive feedback on that. Um, part of me wonders if we should try the live stream in the future, but uh, I, I don't wanna have to deal with the technical difficulties on Sunday morning if they should arise. Uh, but there is something missing with pre-recording, like you don't get that immediacy. Um, but one of the things it did allow is I could put some of our bloopers uh, at the end. So I edited in some of our, like just the awkward first moments of us trying to find our groove and, and uh, people liked uh, just seeing us fumble around. It, it was, it was kind of funny. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I, I went back and forth on, do I record or do I live stream? Um, and it was actually one of, one of my kids who said, uh, no, you have to do it live. Okay. <laughs> and, and I think he was right, uh, at least for, for me and for us, uh, because people were able to, to interact as things were going on. Um, and, and that, uh, that technology stuff you're afraid of, uh, it all works smoothly. Yeah. But it was definitely, uh, an area of stress running up to, uh, right. You know, because I've never done it before. And it's not like I can have somebody lean over my shoulder right now and, uh, and show me how to do it. So it, uh, it was good. Oh, and we'll, we'll stay with this format. Um, yeah. You mentioned um, the loss, the loss that you're feeling of that connection. Um, yeah, technology can kind of connect us so much. But I'm wondering, yeah, like what are what are the losses that you are experiencing right now? Like, what do you lament? What has COVID nineteen shut down that is sad for you? Well, I'm I'm concerned about people who've lost uh, who've lost work, who are uh, laid off, and just the impact of that. I'm concerned about you know business owners. I'm concerned for, I have a daughter-in-law who is a nurse, uh, a sister who's a nurse. I'm not sure if uh, my sister's gone back to work because she's she had retired um, and the danger that they're in. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned that the long-term implications of this is, uh, is less human contact. Uh, will we sh resume shaking hands and, and, and other, forms of greeting and and just being together um, we've had uh gatherings in our home where you know three or four people are sitting on the couch and and there's physical contact are those days done so i'm apprehensive about that um, and and yeah I mentioned it before, just, just simply the Sunday morning, uh, being with people, having series of conversations, uh, joining a group, uh, that sense of checking in and, and uh, 
remaining current with one another. Now it has to be very intentional person by person. Yeah. And, and that's good. It's good to be intentional, uh, but it's not the same. No, it's, it's funny how I, I saw something on the internet, uh, like someone put something on Twitter, you know, last year at this time I was trying to get people off their phones and their computers and into, you know, small groups and having human contact. And now I'm trying to get people to not have human contact and get them back onto their phones and their computers so that they right. could tune into church. It's like, okay, so here we go. We're, we're moving everything online. Are we going to be able to backtrack on this eventually and like distance ourselves from our devices so, and, and back into human community, like actual, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm giving you a, a hug on Sunday morning. I'm hand, you know, we're greeting each other warmly. Uh, or is this just going to further isolate us, disconnect us and, and be a part of that, that trajectory that we're really on as, uh, as you know, human community, just we're, we're growing apart. And it feel, feels like, this could, it could do one of two things. It could make us crave actually actual human connection. And we'll be like, oh, I don't want to look at my computer for like a couple months. I just want person to person. It could sort of have that impact, but it could also be like, wow, it's actually kind of nice to uh, worship from my couch on Sunday morning in my pajamas with my coffee. Uh, why do I have to put my clothes on, jump in the car and go to church? Um, there's that kind of worry there too. And, you know, I thought about that and, and I think it was yesterday that, uh, you know, the generation before us already had, uh, church on TV. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm beginning to think more and more that the, um, that our human need for contact, I believe that's a, a, a universal thing. Um, and, and, uh, that sense of now I'm not allowed to, so I want it, uh, will bring us back together again. Yeah. 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 For me, the loss, um, I don't know if I'm feeling anything, uh, too acutely right now. Um, one thing I am noticing as I'm sort of out and about getting groceries or or even just walking around Swan Lake which is close to our house there's this sense of like people I'm we're almost getting a little bit scared of, we're, we're scared of each other in a way right so we're all kind of doing this dance of of staying away from each other and uh, it produces this this weird feeling of um, not having like these real con uh, personal connections. I was at the grocery store the other day and I, I just chose to engage the person behind the counter and just say, Hey, what is this like for you? Like, how are you managing? How, uh, you know, how are you managing all this, uh, busyness and the intensity? And I think they appreciate it. Just having someone stop and ask, ask them that, um, but it doesn't, it feels like the, the default is we all just kind of quick get out of each other's way and don't get close. Um, even in the grocery stores now, they're putting down lines. 
like you got to be six feet away from the person in front of you and yeah that loss of connection um even with just neighbors or or um, people in the store uh, it's just a strange thing um it's true um but but i also had a uh, particularly friday but even yesterday when we were walking because I, I ride my bike to commute and uh, on my way home on Friday, I remember three instances of, uh, you know, riding past somebody coming the other direction um, and just looking up and, uh, and smiling and, mm -hmm. and, and having that smile return. Mm -hmm. um, so it, yeah, it's hard. Um, mm -hmm. The, uh, the person at the postal counter yesterday, uh, I did the same thing and we had a good conversation and latex gloves are difficult to wear all the time. Uh, That's right. Yeah. But then, you know, she says, well, if I use the wipes, that's hard on my skin, but if I wear the gloves, they're uncomfortable. So I'm not sure which way I should go. Yeah. And, and just, um, actually being able to laugh about it together was really right. great yeah yeah uh from a distance of six feet apart right of course yeah you can still have good conversation from a distance yeah it's just uh yeah it's a little different yeah but yeah like you i kind of worry about you know the economy and people in my church um who have lost jobs or you know uh there's probably six or seven nurses that are part of my church community and and my brother as well as a nurse and uh, my sister works in an, uh, a care home um, in Ontario and feels like they're kind of on the front line uh, of this and that's kind of scary. Yeah, we, we have the same here. Uh, people who work in healthcare, first responders. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a difficult time for them. Mm -hmm. What about uh, gifts in this or like, what are you, what are you thankful for? What, opportunities has this opened up that uh, you, you know, uh, are kind of enjoying? I think, I think recognizing, uh, you know, the, the rich lives, uh, the rich life that I have, um, uh, people, relationships. Um, I am grateful for this technology. Uh, there have been times where, as you said earlier, uh, I, I feel like I'm too much in front of a screen and, and, uh, and yet here we are able to, uh, still communicate, see each other, hear each other. Uh, that's, that's amazing. Um, I'm glad for the gift of, of health and, and, uh, companionship, uh, uh with, I'm, I'm not living in a home alone um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm aware of that. So I think, I, I think there's a heightened sense of gratitude just generally. Uh, we use this term first world problems, um, uh, as, as sort of a, a, a way to remind ourselves uh, of, of the kind of lives that we have. Uh, and that's probably a good thing mm -hmm. because we have pretty great lives. Mm -hmm. what, what about ministry wise? Are you, uh, is it, are you experimenting with anything at church that you're like, Oh wow, this could actually 
be a rich opportunity? I don't think that anything's really uh, kind of kind of popped up, um, and and I've grabbed been able to grab onto it. Uh, we're going to do all of our meetings and whatever virtually, uh, but but I I don't see that as a as a going forward thing. Uh, once this crisis is passed, uh, so at at the moment um, I'm not really seeing anything that I'm I'm really excited about as as a as a way to do things in the future yeah yeah I don't, I don't know if you've come across something and you could help me out on this one yeah you know there's something I've been I've been doing a lot of self-reflection uh, lately um, even long before this this whole crisis hit with uh, with the virus um, and I, there's, there's pieces about me that I just don't understand. Um, but one of the things I do know about myself uh, is that something turns on in me in the midst of crisis. Like I have like a, another gear that like I can access in the middle of crisis that I don't, I can't seem to access when things are just normal. Maybe that's just the adrenaline rush or the, uh, well, now my options are closed in and I actually have to experiment in this, you know, in this fence. And there's actually something very liberating about that for me. Um, and so I'm, my mind is actually going crazy right now with uh, just all these possibilities and, and ways of uh, using this time well um, and trying to see it as a gift. Um, you know, personally, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of thankful that I can stay in at night and not have to go to meetings. And then we, <laughs> when we do have meetings, like I can do it on Zoom and it's like an hour and then it's over and I'm still at home and I haven't left. And it's, it's actually kind of a nice feeling. Uh, so there's a little bit more rest happening in the evenings. But ministry wise, um, you know, I just started calling people. Hey, like I'm trying to do maybe four or five households a day. And mm -hmm. so maybe I've called 20 families so far um, and I have maybe five to 10 minute conversations. And so I feel oddly way more connected to my church even than I did, you know, two weeks ago because I'm spending so much time on the phone. And so that's a, that's a good feeling. And I'm, I'm going to continue doing that just calling and connecting and, and seeing how people are, are doing. Um, and then experimenting more with videos and, and YouTube and um, doing little teaching. So I've, I've made two five minute videos so far and I hope to, in addition to the Sunday service, just do another, you know, another video each week where I, I talk about a theme like this week, I, I plan to make a video about, you know, question and answer one of the catechism and, and how that can be um, a comfort to us uh, in this time and, and a source of strength. I'm also, I, I, I just have so many ideas. I'm, I'm, so I, some of them won't become reality, uh, but some of them I'm hoping to turn into reality. And um, yeah, so I'm thankful for this 
second gear that I have that has been turned on <laughs> in this crisis. Um, and while I wish this wasn't happening, the crisis, um, I'm kind of thankful that, uh, yeah, God is giving me both the energy and the creativity to think through this and, and wonder how it, it might be turned into something. Um, I don't know, you know, how much this I'll keep doing after, after the crisis is over, but I think the phone calls, you know, wow, I might just keep doing that, but, but who knows? But right now I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, the, both the freedom and the inspiration to, to start creating and turning some of these ideas into reality. That's great. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what those turn into. Um, do you have any hopes? Uh, like, what's your prayer like right now for your church, for yourself in the midst of this crisis? Oh, for health, for the end of it, uh, for people to have uh, a sensitivity and awareness of others that, uh, as names come to mind, that uh, we do make those calls or text messages or emails or, or whatever uh, it might be that people take um, precautions seriously, uh, you know, that we, uh, that we honor one another and do our part to, to not uh, be part of the, the spread or, uh, or, or anything like that. Uh, to support where we can and uh, and be patient yeah um, I, I I have a, a number of different things I'm thinking about as far as what do I hope for and what, what I'm praying for um, you know in a way there's like, there's a test element to the, a crisis, right? It sort of reveals uh, who we are, what kind of people we are, uh, it reveals our anxieties, our fears. Um, we learn more about ourselves. Like I was at a save on a few weeks ago during the, uh, the toilet paper rush, you know, <laughs> where everyone's just, Quick, grab toilet paper. We're, no one's sure why, because this does this virus doesn't make us have to go to the bathroom more than normal. But um, when you see other people's carts filled with toilet paper, you think to yourself, "I'm missing out. I got to go grab some." So I actually, I'm in the store, and I'm like, "Well, we got enough at home for another week, but there's some right here. I should probably buy it, right?" Mm -hmm. um, and I reflected on that when I got home, like how much of that was just a wise, you know, what, was that a wise thing to do or was that just that fear kicking in? And I was worried that, oh no, everyone else has some, I better have some too. What if we run out? How will my kids, you know, like just that, that fear kicks in, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning stuff about myself through the way I react to this crisis and I guess my prayer for the church is, um, and for myself, is that we, what, what is inside will be revealed, 
and then we appropriately humble ourselves, repent of the things that need to be repented of, and allow God to shape us in this crisis um, into the, the kind of people that just can bear witness well and be a non-anxious presence um, uh, in this world. Um, and then I'm noticing through like park connections and um, just friends in the neighborhood that like people are, people are pretty thoughtful and anxious right now. They're very open to having conversations. Um, and so sometimes I wonder what, what opportunities there are right now um, to just have honest conversations about about faith and life, about fundamental beliefs. Um, something about crisis kind of overturns the cart, right, of our lives. We're, we're forced to have to figure out what, what's our foundation? What do we, what do we base our lives, lives upon? Is it strong enough to withstand like uh, a pandemic? Uh, who am I? What am I doing here? Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping for just more honest conversations with people about stuff like that. And, and who knows, like these YouTube services, they're not ideal, but certainly a whole group of people will access them that would never come to my church on a Sunday morning. That's possible. Yeah. You know, maybe they won't, maybe they'll only watch five minutes and not, you know, the whole 45 or whatever, but, but still, like, I don't know, the, things are getting out there. And so I hope that in this time, I don't know, that God nurtures in our culture kind of a hunger for honest conversation about foundations, about life, and that the church could uh, respond to that somehow. I, I agree. And it's... Uh... I call it a low tide moment. Uh, we find out what's what's really there. That's right. Uh, and, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hopeful. Um, and it makes me think of, um, you know, there have been different stories of people um, doing odd things, uh, clearing out the meat counter and that sort of thing. Um, and how do we respond to people who are being overcome by anxiety? Mm -hmm. Who are who are overcome, overwhelmed, and uh, and and that's really a test of of who we say we are, because people have done those kinds of things, and uh, and they'll probably continue. Um, mm -hmm. They'll continue to be those moments of uh, of people gathering when they shouldn't, of of people purchasing and hoarding when they shouldn't, uh, and how will we respond to them with compassion and forgiveness and and understanding or uh, you know, will we, uh, will we go the other direction? Mm. And so my hope is that we remember, uh, who and what we are. Totally. Totally. I like that, uh, image, the low tide, uh, low tide. It's yeah. Stuff is revealed that yeah. you're like, Oh, I didn't know that was there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any other reflections you want to, things you want to talk about? 
I don't think so. Um, yeah, it's it's one of the one of the things I do know about uh, myself, and I know about uh, people that I've been in community with in other places and other times is that we are incredibly resilient, and we will get used to a new normal way quicker than we ever thought, and uh, and that uh, God is present, even if some people are wondering what in the world's going on and. And why does God allow viruses and, and all of those kinds of questions? Um, we we have been created as resilient uh, and, and compassionate beings. Uh, we'll get through it. We'll do it together. Um, I was saying we're all in this together long before it became a catchphrase on the news. Uh, because I believe it. We're all in this together. And we will uh, get through it together. Yeah, yeah, certainly uh, these are uncertain times, but um, yeah, I have hope for, for what, what we will learn in the midst of this. And I, I pray, yeah, that the body of Christ will rise to the occasion and um, just be a light, you know, in the midst of this. Um, But yeah, it's, it was good to talk um, mm -hmm. and kind of strange. So this is, I'm, I'm recording this, hoping to upload it. Are you okay if I upload it? Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. Um, but I wanted to give this a try and uh, uh, just share our, our reflections maybe with our churches and whoever else wants to hear. So thank you for being willing to do that. For sure, thank you. Yep, and we'll uh, keep in contact. I look forward to talking with you again uh, sometime soon. Yeah, I feel the same. Thanks, All right. David. Yep. Okay. Talk to you later.